0: we finally get around to reading the books that have been sitting on our shelves for forever. I'm Emily Miner
1: and I'm Leif Nelson
0: and this week just like last week or two weeks ago <laughs> we have our guest Tim Everson. Is it Everson or Everson? It
2: is Everson. Okay. You got it right the first time. Okay. Hello everybody. <laughs> Hello I'm back.
0: How you doing Tim?
2: I'm doing... Surprisingly, and the folks at home may be surprised about this too. I'm doing just about as good as I was during the last episode. <laughs>
0: wow, you're you know, you're e I think you're even dressed the same.
2: I only own one pair of clothes.
0: <laughs> one pair of clothes. One pair. <laughs> so uh did you read something for us?
2: I did. Which I you read? did. A likely story. <laughs> I read the sequel to the sequel <laughs> of the adventures of tom sawyer the sequel to the adventures of huckleberry finn which is tom sawyer abroad Ooh! mark twain's seminal send-up of the adventure genre made popular by folks like robert lewis stevenson and jules verne oh my does not hold up to that i don't think (laughs) but i guess we'll we'll get to that in in due time
0: how'd you come across this book
2: i love the cover it is before yeah before before i get into that i will say that that the copy that i have is a it's a paperback from roughly 25 years ago (laughs) it does not have when this edition was published there is no uh
1: copyright copyright
2: page thank you um but uh how i came upon it i was either a junior or a senior in high school which would have been either 2011 or 2012 um only about when
1: we had read huck finn for school that was when we were freshmen yeah okay okay. that's freshman
2: english uh so yeah 2011 2012 uh I was in our high school library, and our librarian at the time was getting rid of a whole bunch of kind of beat-up paperback books, a lot of which were were classics. I mean, in this collection, there was stuff like The Grapes of Wrath and Of Mice and Men and other non-John Steinbeck books that I'm just not currently remembering, (laughs) but I assure you uh the hounds of the baskervilles was one of them also
0: Um, a famous John. (laughs) johnson
2: yes (laughs) um and in in that collection and and one that i've always just kind of found as an oddity amongst because a lot of them are just kind of they're considered classics or they're Mm. the authors are, are well known but one of them was tom sawyer abroad which i had never heard of and i when I first saw it, I remember thinking, "Was this some kind of a hundred years later?" Someone was like, "Oh, I'm going to use these these characters, pop- like, like public comic- do- public domain public stuff, public domain stuff, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen." If right. you are familiar with that that comic or that movie, um, well, the movie even had uh, Tom Sawyer. It had Tom Sawyer in it, um, something like that. But no, this was written uh, by Mark Twain, uh, a little bit. After uh the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. And it concerns our old friends Tom and Huck and Jim. Oh uh a recently freed Jim. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get all into that. (laughs) I can see Emily's eyes just like, oh, I'm just gonna oh I'm I'm gonna get it. Um concerns them taking a balloon trip across the world into northern Africa which whenever I first kind of read about it sound like you could not have thought of a more problematic <laughs> yes. place to put Tom and Huck my eyes rolled into the back of my head when you said that but I am here to tell you uh, except for maybe one part at the very beginning no racism <laughs> yeah (laughs) now is part of that the fact that they really don't interact with a whole lot of people probably um but yeah that was kind of the not to get too far into it and everything but huck finn is infamous for uh its uh depiction of, of of black people and how people treat black people in it and also the names that they call said black people including one of the main characters named jim who had a unfortunate surname attached to him through a lot of that it starts with you get it i don't need to tell you <laughs> what it starts with you know what it is uh, yeah and so i guess that was one of my biggest expectations kind of going into the book and for some reason mark twain did not you know really and glue that in it maybe he thought he really handled race in huck finn or at least he he felt that he he had taken care of it and he finished fit. it right he fixed it he fixed racism in huck finn and uh jim was free and that's all of that needed to matter and mm-hmm. they weren't going to be in america anyway so who cares yeah um another thing that that is interesting about this book Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn aren't necessarily long books. They're about 300, 300 pages. Right. Somewhere, three, 350. Like that. Uh, this Max, is a 110 yeah. page book. <laughs> and I want to point out on the cover, it's 110 pages, and they want me to make sure that I know that it
1: is the complete and unabridged version. Because <laughs> <laughs> when you see a 110 page book, you got to assume something's been cut. You assume. You assume. But no. I actually actually remember I had
2: abridged versions of Tom Sawyer and Huck Finn as a Mm. kid, along with a bunch of other kind of classics. And I've gone on and I've read the actual versions. I've read Huck Finn uh, several times. And I guess I think a good way, before we really dive into the plot and everything of this, let's start with kind of our thoughts and feelings about (laughs) the... About Tom Sawyer, and Huck Finn, because you kind of you can't you have to, you can't go into that into this without kind of bringing those thoughts and feelings along with you. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll, I'll be interested in what you guys have to say, and then I'll, I'll I'll share my piece on
1: that. I remember like three things from Huck Finn, and that is he runs away from home, he gets adopted, I think, at the end. He does. And at one point, there's a riverboat with some bandits or something, and someone who calls himself the Duke.
0: The Duke and the uh, Dauphin.
1: Yeah, Dauphin. <laughs> I don't yeah, know how whatever. that's pronounced. You're the French person, not me. Well, the they're the Royal, on the Mississippi, yeah. so. That's what I remember, and that is it. So not a whole lot, Emily.
0: I remember that it's really, really boring, and I literally threw it across the room once while I was <laughs> reading it. And I had to read Huck Finn for, like, a summer reading, like, before. English in high school class started. What made you throw it? I think it was by the time I got to, like, the Duke and the Dauphin part. And I was like, what is even happening? Like, this is a terrible story. (laughs) And I, I threw it. And my dad is, like, a pretty big Mark Twain fan, so... I think he was kind of bummed when i didn't really like it but
1: i never did the uh we had to do like some sort of diorama project or something for mrs Hendricks, for ninth grade when we read this and i didn't do it that's what i remember <laughs> i don't remember doing mine either
0: i i remember that at the end of huck finn tom sawyer is like a real ass about something and I'm pretty sure that just, like, sums up his character, doesn't it? Spoiler
2: alert, Tom Sawyer's just a real ass. <laughs> period. Uh, okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I never read Adventures of... Is it called Tom Sawyer or, like, Adventures of Tom Sawyer? I don't
2: I don't remember. I believe it is The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Well, I
0: okay. I never read that. I just... I've only read Huck Finn. And I can tell you right now, I will never read it again.
2: <laughs> it is The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. I... Okay, So 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 my... Going into it, uh, I read Tom Sawyer by myself. I read Huck Finn my freshman year. Of high school as to mm-hmm. Uh Didn't really do anything for me then, partially, because I... For as serious as I took school sophomore through senior year, freshman year, I, I, I didn't care. Yeah. Also, our teacher, while very nice, not not the best, and had trouble keeping our class under mm-hmm. control. We weren't in the same class, but I, but especially our class had, had problems. Uh, and so the, the fact that we were reading Hug Finn in class, first of all, multiple people in our class got a little too much joy <laughs> at being able to read the N-word.
0: Yikes. Well,
2: i mean they're from high school it's not good you hope that they've you know you hope they've matured some then but i do remember that specifically uh also the only black kid in our grade was in our class so just had the the whole confluence of of that um so anyway did that also whenever did you guys ever see the movie tom and huck
1: it was a live-action Disney movie. I remember ads for it. Is there That's a scene where Jonathan a girl Taylor pushes Thomas. Tom Sawyer off a bridge? Probably, maybe. I remember seeing ads nope. for some sort of Tom Sawyer thing.
0: Have never, didn't even know this existed.
1: It's, a, I think
2: it's, it's more of a telling of Tom Sawyer. But yeah. I remember I watched that multiple times as a kid and enjoyed that. And then uh, when I was in college, I took... An intro to american lit class and we read uh huck finn again and i really dug it
1: hmm.
2: whenever uh i just i i, I really got twain's hmm. humor a little bit some things were explained kind of how things were set up um uh, i enjoyed i enjoy huck finn as a character i don't hate tom sawyer that would be a i don't like tom sawyer i hate him that will be <laughs> a theme Throughout this podcast, <laughs> he is. Uh, <sighs> I don't like that kid. But getting like a deep dive was like helpful. Yeah, it's, it's one of those. It's all. It's it's like. I don't want it, to. It's like whenever you have you're taking a, a Shakespeare class or, or something like yeah. that, and you have someone, kind of helping knows what they're with, talking exactly, about. and kind of framing it in a different way for you. That that helped me kind of appreciate it a little more. I don't know a lot about mark twain the person so i'm sure that there are things that aren't great (laughs) on how he handled things but um so the kind of that's that's where i was kind of going into this which is so which is kind of weird especially considering the length of the book and the interest that i kind of had why it's taken until now for me to read this Mm. because i've had it forever Um, but before I go into it, I do want to read just the very last paragraph here of, uh, The Adventures of Huck Finn, only because it kind of shows that this book shouldn't exist. Okay. Uh, because The the Adventures of Tom Sawyer is third person. Huck Finn is first person written by Huck Finn. And Tom Sawyer Abroad is also in that same first person as The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, written by Huck Finn, even though again it is called Tom Sawyer <laughs> Abroad. I just don't know if Tom Sawyer was the bigger, the bigger yeah, the bigger seller at the time. Regardless, this is it's the last paragraph. Tom's most well now and got his bullet around his neck and his watch guard for a watch and is always seeing what time it is so there ain't nothing more to write about and I'm rotten glad of it because if I had known what trouble it was to make a book I wouldn't have tackled it and ain't, go- ain't a going to no more but I reckon I got a light out for the territory ahead of the rest because ain't Sally she's gonna adopt me and civilize me and I can't stand it I've been there before so there's Huck Finn basically saying yeah writing this was awful i did not enjoy it and now i'm going to get away from all of these people and that seemed like that's great that's it really it's fit. open-ended he's... exactly and it fit and he's gonna go manifest destiny is himself <laughs> out into the territories and that's great however whenever uh tom sawyer abroad which literally starts very soon after Huck Finn, uh, because Tom Sawyer still has a lip because at the end of Huck Finn he gets shot. Um he's still there. And it doesn't really explain why he's writing a book again.
0: Can I just really quickly do. so I just I just googled and uh, there is another sequel. So that was Apparently, so so Tom Sawyer Abroad was apparently published in 1894, okay? In 1896, the novel Tom Sawyer Detective was published, also using the first-person narrative voice of Huck Finn.
2: I forgot about that, and I I should have brought that up, but yeah. Sorry. No, 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 you're good, because I did completely forget about that. But there are also two other... Uh, Tom and Huck stories that were written but not released. Mm. I don't remember the fourth one. One of them involved them going with and and doing adventures with the Indians, which I'm sure would have just gone swimming later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, not to get too much into the plot because there's really not a lot of plot, Tom Sawyer. Wants to be the most interesting person in his town.
0: Oh, my God. That
2: is how the, I the hate s- this already. story kicks He's off. He's shooting for that Dosecki's spokesman. Exactly. He want, in this small Missouri town, he wants to be hot shit. Hot, <laughs> hot shit Tom over here. And he is in competition with the town mailman <laughs> who also wants to be hot shit. And so the two have all these stories of the adventures that they've gone on, <laughs> and they try to one up each other, and that's why, like the, the the male guy was in some kind of a war. I don't remember if it was Civil War or not, and he had some kind of a, a medal or something. And Tom really well, if Jim plays. Was up...
1: a, if Jim was a slave, wouldn't that be before the Civil War? Yes, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, it probably would have been Spanish American or something? something
2: like that. And then Tom. He's really playing up this limp that he had to really be like, yeah, look at, I'm such a hero and all that. It's
1: it's the worst.
2: (laughs) The worst. Continuing. (laughs) They find out that in St. Louis there is a professor who has built a hot air balloon of sorts. And is planning on flying it to London. And both... Uh, the mailman and Tom and Huck and Jim all decide to go to St. Louis. And they get to St. Louis and they're looking at this guy's airship, air, whatever. Heliomobile. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And he, uh, they stow away. Because they want to be on the... Blah, 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 they make a whole big deal out of it. We want to be on the ship the longest. So we're going to wait until the mailman gets off to, just to show that we're on here the longest. Now, part of the thing that you got to remember is, yes, they're still technically children. Right. And this is a full-grown man in this mailman
1: <laughs> so you gotta what so the mailman is just interesting because he was in. he fought in a and warrior. he has
2: other adventures that he talks okay. about
1: he's a big bragger okay he's a he, and, and that's all gotcha. that's tom sawyer they both have big mouths and they're like... yes
2: yeah they're they're both want be. they're hot shit that's what they <laughs> that's that's who they are and so they uh they stow away, because they're on this thing for the longest, and they, they realize that they're on the boat, and they're going with this crazy professor. And at first they're like, cool, cool. And then they realize, oh, this is going a lot faster than we thought. And we're actually over the ocean now. And the professor, who initially is mad, that they've stowed away.
1: Oh I thought you were gonna say like he's a mad professor, like well. Oh my.
2: Initially but like he shows Tom how to steer the ship and Mm. he's like whatever, we'll get you to London. I'm not gonna turn this thing around. I (laughs) But apparently in a drunken rage, because he thinks that they want to leave, which they can't leave because they're (laughs) over the ocean, (laughs) he tries and throws them off while doing so, he throws himself into the ocean. His character is gone. <laughs> what the hell? We never see or hear from him again. They just take his stuff. <laughs> from that point on, the book goes from this, like, a kind of high adventure type deal to kind of a hang... Like you're just hanging with with <laughs> with Tom, Jim, and Huck, and Is they're the talking. mailman still around, huh? Is the mailman still on there? No, the mailman did not stay away. They they outstayed the mailman on the ship. Oh, like, they're all like, they're, they're trying to
0: say like who could hide on the ship the longest uh, and or who, the mailman or who
1: could be a I thought they loo. were just gonna wait out yeah. until London. Who oh could be a, who could be okay, a looky okay, loo okay. the longest?
2: To say, oh yeah, well, I was on the ship the longest. Gotcha. And he was letting. Tourist, come and check it out. And so, oh, they outstay. They didn't even him. have to sneak on. No, they had to sneak, stay, I guess. But, they... Like I said, he jumps to, I assume, his death. <laughs> you would assume. Eventually, one way or another. Nah. Uh, maybe that's what Tom's a detective about. I don't know. I haven't, I don't know.
0: I'm looking it up. <laughs> you keep talking.
2: And... Uh, and like I said, from that point, it really does become kind of a hang with these three characters. And they have these conversations, which Mark Twain is 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 always likes to have these characters that talk very confidently mm-hmm. about knowing things, but say things that are very wrong. And so they have these arguments about just different weird things. Like one of them that I remember fairly vividly is like Huck Finn's like, when they're still not to the ocean it's like well we're not in ohio yet because ohio is pink and obviously missouri is yellow and and then it's just he's looking at a map and he doesn't understand and tom sawyer understands how maps work but is a real dick about trying to show them (laughs) and explain it and huck finn Argues back with him and out-argues him, even though you know, and then then a lot of stuff like that. They end up in Africa. They come across a lion. Lots of lions. Lots of lions in the desert. Apparently, <laughs> lots of lions. Real problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they should really take care of that they really,
2: over there. They should really fix the lions. <laughs>
1: They, uh. Literally, like. I mean, they did eventually. They're in, at least somewhat endangered. Yeah, <laughs> I was
0: thinking, fix them. Like, uh, go get them spayed and neutered.
2: R.I.P. Harambe. <laughs> it's a different thing. It is uh, 2019. Yeah, you're not on, to talk man. about <laughs> I, hate, I hate myself. <laughs> um. Get to the desert. And they. The, they see a lot of lions, and they also find like a caravan that had been buried by a sandstorm and died. And so they basically pickpocket the dead bodies. Um, and then they kind of do the same thing later. Whenever another caravan gets buried, they don't meet another person. <laughs> Like there isn't another person that they have a conversation with aside from themselves after the professor goes overboard.
1: Like through the rest of the book, or just like the rest of through their adventure.
2: Through the rest of the book, it's just those three talking. <laughs> <laughs> they go to the they go to the pyramids, and like some of the dialogue is is it's kind of snappy, and there's some funny. Like Mark Twain's a funny, funny guy. Like, yeah. He can. He can turn a phrase. He can he can do some stuff that makes me laugh. Yeah, but it's still just kind of a lot of okay. I I read something where it described at this point in time he was really into like travel writing, and like his like himself like going places and, uh, writing about it, and that's very much what the large last two thirds of this book is. It's just kind <laughs> of a. And we went to Northern Africa. Tom Sawyer is obsessed with uh, A 1001 Arabian okay. Nights and talks about those stories a lot. In fact, one of the chapters is literally Huck retelling Tom's version of one of the stories. Oh,
1: my gosh.
2: I'm not super familiar with thousand, So I didn't know the story, but it was the story of the dervish and the camel. uh the, the uh, uh, camel caravan and it, it basically is a cautionary tale about greed and but they really don't do anything with it <laughs> there's folks there's a reason why you haven't heard of this <laughs> <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you
0: so how did they get home?
2: they fly home <laughs>
0: oh okay basically
2: so okay and and here's where things do they go
1: anywhere other than africa and egypt or
2: they get to egypt and then stop because they're like oh man what we could do i betcha people would pay at the wazoo for all this sand
0: (laughs) what What? are you for real
2: oh yeah and but then Tom is like well but wait a minute though if we try to bring in sand from somewhere else we're gonna—they're gonna enact a tariff on it. They're gonna, and so they're—they're they're talking, to, and it's very weird, but it's—that
1: always sounds like it's trying to be funny.
2: It is, it is, it is—it is a little funny. Basically, at the, how they end it, it comes to a real abrupt end because, like I said, there's no plot after they throw the—the the professor gets thrown overboard. So they're kind of just going places. They're not really trying to do anything. There's like. Well, we're kids, we don't have to be in school. We got this thing. It's <laughs> stocked with food and clothes and liquor and tobacco. And uh we can go for however long and I mean it's basically like the part of Huck Finn when they're like going down the river, but that was like, you know, a couple chapters. Right. <laughs> and Eventually, like I said, they have this plot, the sand plot, but they realize they have to go back to get a new pipe for Tom. <laughs> and they figure out that because of how fast this thing can go, this this balloon, someone can make it from Africa to Missouri in 24 hours. Oh, my. They said that it goes about 300 miles an hour which is, I don't know about that. (laughs) But, um, so they send Jim to go back, get Tom's pipe, deliver a note to Tom's Aunt Polly to let her know that everyone's all right and that Tom Sawyer, the Aeronaut, as he (laughs) refers to himself, but he spells it wrong, um, that they're discovering Egypt. Jim comes back. Meanwhile, they're, and this is, like, I'm literally, this is the last chapter. <laughs> this isn't, like, a button, like this is the last chapter, which is eight pages. Oh, my God. So, it's, they wrap it up here pretty quick. Jim goes and comes back. Meanwhile, Tom and Huck, they look inside, uh, like, the Sphinx and the Great Pyramids. They see an empty sarcophagus. And they're like, huh, Cool. <laughs> We should get out, because <laughs> cause ghost. But there aren't any ghosts. But they're just like, I don't know, man. I don't want to mess with any ghost. And then they... Uh, Jim comes back, and Jim uh, lets uh, Tom know that Aunt Polly, very upset that they've absconded <laughs> to Africa and demands that they come home immediately. <laughs> and it ends here with this last sentence which is so then we shoved for home and not feeling very gay either. so the end of the book is so now we're angry and sad because we're gonna be in trouble and we're going home so yeah
1: did i enjoy this is like a jimmy neutron episode like oh we took off in a spaceship and we're there isn't a whole lot written
2: about this book I tried to find some oh, okay. stuff Maybe if I like really did a deep dive On maybe some scholarly articles Maybe someone's done something Or if I read a real in-depth biography About Twain at this time From kind of what I gathered, This was a rough money time for him Yeah Um. And so this was It just does kind of seem like a There, there you go, there you <laughs> go.
1: Yeah, yeah, kids <laughs> Well, you had mentioned to me that it was in the vein of like Around the World in 80 Days and stuff like that. But it was like, not quite a parody, but kind of making fun of that sort of thing. Like, what was the stuff that you felt like Mark Twain is making fun of something? Well, and,
2: and that's the thing. It, all of the things, like even the back of the book kind of, and also whenever you read like a, a, a synopsis of the book, mm-hmm. they say it's that. And maybe it's because I just don't have as big of a familiarity with that type of stuff, but except maybe the professor and kind of making him a ridiculous person, mm-hmm. maybe that was it. But it didn't really seem like a parody or anything like that. Okay. Maybe it's super subtle. Maybe it's just stuff that I'm not picking up. But um, but yeah, I I don't know. A couple things that I do want to point out, though one of one of which. I feel like I I haven't hammered this home enough, so I'm going to go back to it. Uh, I hate Tom Sawyer. (laughs) He is a know-it-all, windbag guy who never is going to leave his hometown, who sits at the gas station and feels like he knows everything about everyone and will talk your ear off and says you're wrong and is just... The type of person that I really can't stand. And that's what he... I mean, again, and I and I should stress this. He has a child. <laughs> but he is an insufferable little piece of crap. <laughs> and he's that way in Tom Sawyer. And he's that way in Huck Finn. And he's that way in this book. I mean, look, the kid... I mean, if Tom Sawyer, he fakes his death goes to his own funeral Mm -hmm. just for you know shits and giggles Huck Finn I don't remember he's just kind of a jerk throughout Mm -hmm. Huck Finn um
0: have you you've seen Parks and Rec yes Yes. I feel like when Tom Sawyer grows up he grows up to be um (laughs) Jean-Ralph I see that (laughs) And <laughs> again, attending his own funeral.
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't know if it's John Ralphio necessarily, a little bit. I think it's kind of. But where John Ralphio is just so, so privileged and everything and is a rich kid, Tom's not really bad. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's anything. He's just kind of an average kid. He goes to school. His family's not super poor, but they're not super rich. He's just kind of a, you know, he's very punchable like i just want <laughs> and i he does i realize he does some good things he helps free jim along with huck but it's i don't know man i i'm i'm not a fan going back to the whole humor of it and i'm kind of jumping around a little bit and i apologize mm-hmm. to the folks at home <laughs> <laughs> one just kind of one that i kind of found just to kind of as a as an example of of one of the ones that i like uh whenever they kind of came upon they're going through a market and they were like they find a dervish which a dervish is a type of muslim person Hmm. uh you've heard of a whirling dervish they whirl yeah they do a dance here tom and huck are asking about they're trying to figure out like what they are because they don't really know what they are and they was all muslims tom said and when i asked him what a muslim was he said it was a person that wasn't presbyterian so there's a lot of them in missouri though i didn't know it before <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was was funny yeah i like say, but and there's a lot of op- like again i'm surprised there's a lot of opportunity for them to make a lot of not great jokes about just brown people in general or muslims or Africans or anything and they and he really does stay away from that he really doesn't go into that again also part of it there aren't any African characters <laughs> like you find out more about like a lion than you do any other person oh my God. aside from that um but yeah I don't know it's uh I lost my thought. <laughs> it was a book and you read it it was a book and i did read it (laughs) and i brought it to you fine people and now you know that it exists because i don't think if i wouldn't have gotten this book randomly in this box of other books i would not have probably known that there was a one of two sequels to the adventures of fuckleberry
1: i'll bet we could sell the sawyer verse to some movie studio get the expanded huck finn tom sawyer cinematic universe i wonder if they are afraid of it
0: they're not afraid of anything
1: i That's mean true. that much power in your hands the twainiverse the twainiverse <laughs>
2: can't wait for the Puddin'head wilson movie <laughs> it's a deep cut for all my twain heads out there or yeah or yeah yeah
0: walmart's gonna feel like a fool i see on the sticker there they were selling this two for one dollar oh i
2: should also note that this it looks like a sticker oh
0: oh it's 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 not not a sticker so maybe this is is the the walmart version but (laughs) unabridged
2: i think so i think it is a walmart version
1: what would an abridged version of this look like
0: pictures I guess
2: Big, they could add in. Yeah. This could easily be like a kid's book. I mean, I think it. I think it technically is a kid's book. This was easily written for children. Hey, you read? You know, you like Tom Sawyer and you like Huck Finn. Mm-hmm. Here's another Tom and Huck adventure coming to you straight from your boy, <laughs> Mark Twain. Here it comes, coming at you. But I don't know, man. I I just don't. I I just did not think that this. Needed to exist, which is the story with a lot of sequels. So, whenever you hear people complaining about IP this and IP that, and oh man, Hollywood doesn't have any good ideas anymore. Well, Tom Mark Twain was bankrupt in the head long before long before the chuckleheads DC were. So, I don't know. <laughs>
0: What's IP of this? IP in
1: a te- in a intellectual property. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Anything else you want to say? Or do well, it? I mean, I,
2: I, no, and I think that it really does about sum it up. I. If you're looking. If you're a super big <laughs> Huck and Tom head. And you want a, a fun hang <laughs> with your buds for about 110 pages i can't recommend tom sawyer abroad enough to you but if you're looking for a more cohesive story that you care about a little bit more you can you can can just read
1: something else try week of extraordinary gentlemen the comic oh well the movie don't watch the
2: movie (laughs) or do watch it depends i don't mind the movie but in general, people don't like the movie.
1: <laughs> All right, with that ringing endorsement, thanks a lot for coming, Tim, for these past two episodes.
2: Tom Sawyer sucks. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here
1: <laughs> to spread the good word.
2: span you to your pets. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you so much to Veltpunch Punch for the use of their song "Fighting Pose" from the album "His Strange Fighting Pose." Um, we're trying to be better about thanking you every time because we love the song and we really appreciate you letting us use it. Yep.
1: Next episode, we'll finally get back to Jesus to uh, with, I swear, uh, the gospel according to peanuts.
0: Hey, Tim, send us out.
2: Well, I reckon I got a light out for the territory ahead of the rest because Leaf and Emily, they're going to try to civilize me, and I can't stand it. I've been there before. Bye. Bye.
1: See you next week. bye <laughs>